You're listening to Brigade Radio 1. of anti-social show the only show or maybe not the only show that's going to put the sound in sound casting my name is hunter block and he's tyson saner good evening tyson good evening it, so I, it's not, I don't know why i say it like it's a roll call it's not like it's like, <laughs> it's like tyson saner here it's like here it's like you're like i'm hunter block like hey everybody and i'm just like Oh yeah, and I'm. It's like almost like I typed it out. I'm Tyson Sainer. In case you're wondering, in case you gave a two hoots or a holler, me censoring. They probably, they they probably do. Uh, at, at any rate, it's just I don't know. It's not like yeah, like you're you're full of <laughs> like the vim and vinegar or vim and vigor or the piss and vinegar. So I guess I guess vim and vinegar are two good things. But anyway, you're full of these things. Like you you come into the gate, you're like ha ha, and I'm like punctuation punctuation <laughs> it's all right it's all right um anyway. actually uh dear listener it, it it takes a lot uh for me to uh build up this level of energy um because don't forget it is 9 30 uh p.m tyson's time and it is uh 12 uh, 30 a.m my time so a lot of times it, it takes up a lot it uh it requires for me to build up a lot of energy uh to uh put on this level of uh display for you all so that I could be entertaining. And sometimes, like, you know, right before showtime, I'm like, do I have this energy or don't I have this energy? And then I'm like, Fuck. sorry, um, the heck with it. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. And uh, a lot of times, even I'm amazed about the uh, level of energy that uh, I, I put out during these episodes. Um, I think there was only like one or two where I was like uh, not putting out that energy. But it's OK, though, because. There's never been an episode that's that's ever been bad, in my opinion. Um, <clears throat> so, no, not to my knowledge. I mean, I, I I always have fun, so I don't I don't know what a really a bad episode would be. Um, mm. I mean, because even if I don't think of myself, oh, that was a great episode, I I never go, oh, that sucked. I, that's, that's <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I mean, I just I, it's, it's not no. it's it's and it's not you know, there's no. It's not a matter of ego. It's just I don't I don't have the. Um, I do think sometimes I'll be like, okay, well, I got to edit around certain things, maybe, and then, yeah. but I don't ever go, oh, that, that was you know. Well, there's never been like a like a really bad sucky episode. I would think like one time I want to say like I was off my A game was when we were talking to uh, Raj from High uh, uh, 
content I rise. podcast. I rise from yeah, high content. Rise. Yeah, 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 yeah. What about it? And that was when I was having a really bad um, um, oh, uh, bronchitis, bronchitis attack. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, really you had bad like key. yeah, yeah. Bronchitis is uh, no joke, <clears> though. Like you, you were really, you know, you're putting. I was up. dying, but you know what? Though I, I, I struggled through it because you know when you're when you're dedicated as I am uh, to the to the show. Uh, you know, you, you find a way around these things. And I, and I think quite a few times, uh, uh, anyone out there listening or watching this, there's been a few times when Tyson has been really creative with, uh, how we do the show. In fact, one time, uh, there's one episode that you'll listen to and I forget which episode it is now because we've done like God, almost a hundred of these things, um, where it was solely by, uh, phones. In other words, Tyson was on our, uh, on his phone. I was on my phone. And, of course, our guest uh, was on their phone. And uh, I, I, I honestly don't know how Tyson did it, but Tyson pulled it off. Oh. So. Well, it's, I mean, it's, I think, I, I, it's just a matter of unplugging a cable from one place and plugging it into another place and then making sure all the other recording stuff is, is, uh, is, uh, is working. I actually, um, you know what, let me, let me do a little behind the scenes real quick. Um, okay. Hold up for a second. Absolutely. All right, just a bit on air. Okay, so Tyson's going uh, off to do something that requires behind the scenes. Um, so tonight, uh, we have a very interesting movie that I watched that Tyson recommended the last episode of Any Social Show, which is episode 70. Um, so we're going to talk about that in just a few minutes. Um very good recommendation, very good show, uh, movie. Um, so we're going to be talking that up soon. And Tyson's back. Hi. Hello. Uh, <clears throat> all right. So, so um, I don't know what you were talking about just then, but mm. okay. So this is what I'm looking at. Maybe you can describe it. Okay. So. Okay. So Tyson's got a mirror. And okay. So basically I can see myself. Hi. Um, as, as I see like the, the mirror verse of myself, which is pretty cool. I'm seeing the, the, the mirror verse of, uh, of myself and of course Tyson. So if you remember in the last, so that's what you're basically looking at, that's right? Why I'm looking at my laptop, which by the way, there's my phone okay. and, my, and my mouse. And then above that, there is a second monitor. That is what, ah, was okay. Because I'm basically, I'm what I'm using is I'm using the same video capture card that I use to capture game footage for Tyson Saner Gamer. Oh, that's brilliant! So dude. it goes through a second monitor. So basically, it's Skype is going from my laptop into that second monitor as though it were like video game feed. Gotcha. What I found out last time uh, when we did this, the time before uh, when we did video, I found out that the audio on my side. Uh, mm-hmm. doesn't actually record from Skype. But it does on Audacity because it's going through my mixing board at the end. So on the, on the end, at the end of the day, I can't actually use the track that comes off of Skype. Which is, so it's a good thing that I decided to run Audacity um, uh, before that. Okay, so actually, you know what? Take a, take, I need to... Yeah. Stop this recording and then start a okay. fresh one real quick. So, okay. but just the sound. So, uh, hang tight. We're hanging tight. Anyway, 
So during the uh, interim, you were talking about uh, a movie and, and a game. Yes. So in episode 70, as I was explaining to everybody, uh, you had mentioned or you had recommended a movie called Thugs of Hindustan or Hindustan. And um, I told you I was going to watch it before the sh- uh, you know, tonight's episode. Yeah, yeah. And, I, dude, I, I have to, to say this now. Brilliant. It, it, was, a, it was an awesome recommendation. Um, yeah? Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, it didn't even really matter that the movie was like two hours long because uh, essentially the storyline was, was... It's almost it's three. Great. It's almost three yeah. hours long. <clears throat> I was lost and I was basically lost in the movie. Um, now, to those people that, did, that do want to watch the movie... Um, there is subtitles, yes, but I watched the one in, in uh, there's a couple of different ones on Prime. So I watched the one in, in uh, uh, Hindi version, if I'm saying that correct. Yeah. So oh, essentially, that's the, the uh, yep, the, 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 the Indian uh, ca- uh, characters who are real Indian people from India, they're speaking in their own native tongue. And of course, the British people that are in this movie are uh, speaking in English, obviously. So it, it goes back and forth. So. The, the best way to do this is just put it on subtitles so you can still hear – you can still understand what the, what the, the British men are saying, mm-hmm. but you'll still see the subtitles of what they're saying. So it's, it's, not, it's not too bad because at, at some points they do speak, um, they do speak in, the, in the Hindu language. So Hindi. Hindi. Indie, right. So it, it, you have to pay attention to the subtitles, but it's really not that complicated to, to watch what's going on in the movie and, mm. and pay attention to the storyline. Who really irked my nerves, and I kind of went back and forth. It's like a love-hate relationship, is Ferengi. Oh, oh yeah, you know, there, yeah, because there's, there's yeah. a lot of twists in that. Yes, there are times I just wanted to punch him in the face. <laughs> no lie. And then yeah. there, at one point, like, you know, I'm thinking, okay, this guy's gonna be like the next Azad, if I'm saying that right, which means freedom. Yeah, yeah, it does. That is interesting yep. how they did that. Thank you. Uh, but I thought he was gonna be like the next Azad, and then it, it. Obviously, I'm glad that the real Azad, and I can't pronounce what his his sailor name is, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, uh, chop it up or bastardize it. I can't, but uh, I cannot remember myself, or else I would say it. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> But, I mean, essentially, dude, I mean, it, it was kind of like, because if you remember in like um, in two of the or three of the uh, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movies, they were dealing with the uh, the East uh, uh, European Trading Company or East Trading Company, whatever that thing is called. East, the company. East Indian Trading Company. Yeah, East, yes. So East India, rather, I should say yeah. East. It's I believe it's singular East India. I so these I, are. Go ahead. So these are the bad guys in this movie, and you know Clive. You know he's just a total. He's just a total. Excuse my. He's gonna. He's gonna have to cut me out on this one. But he's just. Dick. Oh, he's, yeah. He's he's like the worst human being, and it's great how they established that. Like right at the beginning of the film, it's like no, this guy. This is a dirt bag. This guy. He's a dirt bag, exactly. So you know, usually uh, I do give spoilers. I'm not giving spoilers on this one because this is such an epic movie. And it is something that you have to at least watch once in your life because, um, I mean, it, it's something different and it, it's just action packed. I mean, like the, the fighting scenes and, you know, I mean, it, it's almost like, and they have like a, kind of like a bit of music in there too. Yeah. Yeah. what do you think yeah. of that? How there was, like, that, there's like three full on musical numbers in it. Yes. Big ones. It, it's almost like. Progressively the bigger ones of, rather. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. 
it's almost like the world disappears when they're doing like these um when they're when they're when they're singing mm. in, in the musical or whatever yeah, yeah. And it also has a brush of comedy in it too, and and yeah. Ferengi is like the the comedy relief that that basically just entertains everybody. But you also have to watch out because you know Ferengi's the type of guy where you love him one minute and you hate him the next, and you're not too sure about him the next minute. But you know, I'm glad it worked out the way it did. I'm not going to give any spoilers away, but well, he does say, and this is in the this is in the preview. He says, "Deceit is is my is my nature." Yes, he did say that. He says that many times. That's or that's a that common refrain to go back to. Meanwhile, the other guy, Assad, whose name I believe is uh, Kudubashk. Let's see here. It's uh, Kudubashk. He's a yeah, and he his uh, his he says and uh, to trust is his nature. So, yes. So there's a really simple storytelling going on with these very simple exchanges. Like there's you know, and it's a lot of story uh, told uh, in a in. in it, which and it really did, doesn't feel like almost three hours to me, at least. It no, it really, it um, didn't really to me either. Now Laura liked this movie as well, and uh, oh, it's it's a brilliant film, dude. It, it's definitely if you're if you're a lover of of movies and story, even at its most simplistic form, I think that you would enjoy this movie. I mean, at least just watching it once. I mean, it's something I could probably watch again. Um, I will say though, at first, at first, it was a little annoying, and I'll tell you why. Uh-huh. OK, so in every like if you go on prime, OK, prime video. Yes, certain certain foreign films will have subtitles already built into it. OK, so essentially I went on my, I went on my Apple device to watch this on prime and I pulled like a couple of different versions of it up thinking, OK, well, I, I'm going to get subtitles on one of these. And I was getting subtitles on none of them, right? So I went to another movie, not to watch it, but just to see if, you know, subtitles would pop up on that. And it did. And I'm like, why am I getting subtitles on this thing, but not getting subtitles on the movie that I want to watch? So I started watching it originally on my phone, on on Prime Video on my phone. And I'm like, I don't want to watch a three-hour movie on my phone because I haven't had to do that in such a long time. So... I went to YouTube and I, I – no, not YouTube, Google. And I figured out all I had to do was just go into the settings of Apple device and just turn on the subtitle. So I did that and everything just worked out beautifully. So This was for thugs or for something else? This was for thugs of uh, Hindustan. So what did because you – did you not so, watch it on Prime? I'm sorry. I, I missed no, it. No, I did. So, okay. so what I had to do was <clears> – so what I had to do was I had to uh, go out of – prime altogether and turn on subtitles for the apple device oh. because for some reason when i when i was watching the thugs of hindustan on on prime mm. um the subtitles weren't coming up and i'm like I why you. are they not coming up so I, I went to a different movie just to test it yeah yeah okay and, i see now so, yep. so you figured out it was the settings on your on the on the whole thing on the phone correct so did you watch it with headphones I did not. Oh yeah, watch some of those music numbers with headphones and really appreciate the sound mixing on them because that the whole soundtrack is really lively. You know, it's kind of oh, got, I definitely will. Got this twangy instrument that's a lot like listening to like um, one of those Guy Ritchie Sherlock Holmes movies with uh, Robert Downey mm-hmm. Jr. Yes, kind of ping, ping, ding, ding. It's this great sound, you know, and then uh, uh, a lot of whoo. And a lot of good dancing, too. Oh, yeah, amazing dancing. Like, really athletic, like, difficult-looking dancing. And just... Oh, yeah. This is the thing. So is this your first... Would that be your first Bollywood film that you've seen? 
I believe so, yeah. So Bollywood, yeah, it's basically, you know, it's Indian cinema. It's a type of movie that that apparently includes um, dance, song and dance numbers. Like, Well, a lot of their stuff, I've, I mean, I've seen, like, clips of, like, things before with, with you know, uh, Indian movies. Mm-hmm. And they always seem to, like, add, like, dancing and music to, to a lot of stuff. Like, there's a clip of them, like, uh, attempting to do Superman. And there's, you know, the, Superman's flying in the air and then he lands down. But instead of, like, beating up the bad guys, uh-huh. you've seen it before. He's, like, kind of, like, singing and kind of, like, doing, like, a dance number. Maybe. I, see, <clears throat> I saw one from this movie that I found out was, I think, called Donga. And it's, uh, there's a song yeah. called Golimar. And uh, it's basically a viral video on uh, YouTube uh, dubbed Indian Thriller. Ah, uh, yes, yes, I've seen that. And somebody put in like a phonetically, they put in what they what what the guy sounds like he's saying if he were to translate it into near phonetic English, you know. So it's like these silly like so Golimar becomes girly man. And you know, Girly kill, man, yeah. killer, 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 gooly man, 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 and then it has like you know that nipply man I met. He rode my, he stole my motorboat, and just weird, you know. It's just silliness. <laughs> it, it, it's silliness. It's but, funny though. But that's it's a, funny. But that's that's typical. This there's these these musical numbers, and it's like sometimes you don't know if they're they're fantasy or otherwise. In fact, you know, there there is. Um, Okay, so the people who made Thugs of Hindustan uh, include a, a person who uh, there's this there's a series of cop movies like cop and thief films mm. over in India, um, uh, directed by Sanjay Gadvi did the first one. It's called Doom, mm. D, but that's D H O O M, like Doom. Doom, you know. So it's mm. so it's not like Doom like like uh, the video game or the movie with the Rock. It's the, right. Doom and it and it's uh it basically oh okay so it says it means bang basically it's like 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 a sound I mm-hmm. guess. or I, I assume or the bang of a drum it's also it's very contextual by the way because in in the movie okay so anyway these are cops in these are cops in robbers movies but it's the thief specifically right and they right the first one came out in two thousand four and it has full on like sing song and dance numbers and it's a cop like kind of a comedy adventure film. It, like modern, well, 2004 modern. Like, and by the way, it's the most successful, <clears throat> pretty much the most successful. Um, uh, it is the second largest Bollywood film franchise. The whole, the whole there's three of these movies: Doom Four, uh, sorry, Doom was 2004, Doom Two was 2006, and then they waited seven years for some reason, and Doom Three came out in 2013. And I'm about more than halfway through Doom Three right now. I've seen all these movies so far, and they are fun. You know, they're not the same kind of level of like. CG and whatnot, but I will say if you start with Doom One and then go to Doom Two and Doom Three, the set pieces and the chases get more elaborate, and so do the dance numbers. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's really fun. And by the way, the guy who plays Ferengi is in Doom Three, as is the girl, oh nice, as is the actress who plays um, Surya. Surya, yep. Surya Jan, Surya Jan, that song, yep. the whole thing. It's, that, that's like if, that's his uh, sort of love interest. Yeah, his, you can say uh, that again. Yeah, Ferengi's love interest right there, and and I don't know. I kind of, I, I, me personally, if I was like in that time, I probably would have gone for the princess. Mm, um, interesting, but I mean, I didn't, I didn't write the story, but um, well, but they did leave it open for a sequel. Oh yeah, they kind of did, didn't they? Yeah, uh, they did. So yeah, also by the way, this this that that story was based on 
Okay, I, I can. I'll find this. It's called. Well, he said it wasn't uh, based on any true events, though. No, but it is based based on uh, a piece of literature. Yes. Mm. Okay. So it. Well, I mean, it is all right. So it's not. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, sweet. So I just read this here. Apparently, it says. Contrary to initial reports, the film is not based on Philip Meadows Taylor's 1839 novel, Confessions of a Thug. So uh, it's not, but people thought it was. And so that, that was... That was actually something until, just, until I just read this now, that it it's essentially was kind of suggested by it. Mm-hmm. Which it's like... Now, Confessions... If it had been true, Confessions of a Thug, by the way, is... Um, it is okay. So it is an English novel. It's written, like I said, by Philip Meadows Taylor in 1839, based on the thuggy thuggy cult in British India. If you recall, there were thuggies in. Go ahead. Yes. Yes. In, in what? Say India. It. Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom. That's it. Yeah. Kalima. Kalima. <sighs> yep. <laughs> Rip the heart out. <laughs> and he just like tosses that junk. He just like tosses that. It, it, like he's like kind of like dropping the mic. He's just like. I'm gonna rip your heart out. Just like throws it on the ground. He's like, "You're done." Heart rip, mic drop. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Uh, so it was a bestseller. This book, Confessions of a Thug, in 19th century Britain, becoming the British Empire's most sensational ethnographic fiction in the first half mm. of the 19th century. Its avid readers included Queen Victoria. Okay. Okay, so nice. It's, so it's a really popular book. So I guess that's why people thought it was kind of suggested by that. And I, I did because I read, I read, I guess, one of those initial reports. So I'm glad that we got that cleared up. Anyway, well, so basically it, it, these Dune movies, the people who made this movie. Mm. Yeah. It's, and by the way, this movie did not do well. Really? Like it kind of failed at the box office, but it is recouping its 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 losses kind of slowly. So, I mean, if you go by that rule of three, it didn't, it, it was kind of a, it was kind of a commercial failure. Which is now? Are you talking about Thugs of Hindustan or Doom? Yeah, no, no. Doom is like Doom. Is, is pretty much the most successful Indian film of all time. Pretty, okay, pretty much. I mean, more or less. I mean, so it basically, was, so basically, Thugs of Hindustan was not uh, that was a flop. Basically, is what you're saying. It seems like it wasn't that well received. Yeah, which is amazing because like I just <clears throat> I don't even know how I decided on that one. I think I just was looking at Amazon Prime and I was thinking, you know, I, I would like to kind of get into Bollywood. So why don't I see if this what's available? I really kind of wanted to see Donga and see if that was available on Amazon Prime. So I did a search on that, I think, and then I, I, other stuff came up, and and I saw this one at Thugs of Hindustan. I'm like, and it, you know, it's got a great cover. It's very well. You've seen it because in previous yep. week's videos, I put up a couple of those posters, and they're really elaborate. They're big splash kind of like mini characters. Oh yeah, it looks like a Star Wars Wars poster or Pirates of the Caribbean. It does. Like a really epic, it, you know. It really reminded me of uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Just in an Indian uh, style fashion, it has that feel to it. Yeah, yeah. I'm also willing to, to. I'm also willing to bet that, like, because um, we talked about this before with other films, like where they don't do so well at the, the box office, but give it like some time, and they have like a cult following. Absolutely, it seems like it does better when it comes out of the theater than it does in the theater. Like, um, like uh, Franklin Jello's Dracula, for example. I mean, that flopped at the box office. Because of the of the time it came out, but I, I mean, when it when it hit like uh, home video, it had a huge cult following. I think uh, I think it was the same thing with Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Like it was yeah. a sleeper hit, or it really did well on home video, or something like that. Something like I that. I think it did. 
Well, don't forget our our, our good uh, friend uh, Ali Yong happens to be in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, that's right. Is he Genghis uh, Khan? Genghis Khan. Very cool. Yep. So yeah, Very I cool. mean, yeah. So I could say to the people <clears throat> out there if they are looking for a place. Oh, so anyway, so yeah, I saw the, the 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 poster, and then I saw there's a bunch of different versions of this, and I'm like, I don't know which one to choose. I think I just chose the Hindi one by uh, sheer luck, and then I watched the trailer. I think it was. Mm. Yeah, so I watched the trailer and I was like, well, this looks, you know, how bad could this be? It looks pretty good. The trailer looks pretty good. Like you like you had seen the trailer. You know, it's like, well, I mean, this looks like yeah. worth, you know, and if it, if I don't enjoy it, I'll just turn it off, you know. Yeah, I mean, no, it was it was it was definitely epic, dude. I mean, yeah. If I mean, I, I I will have to say though, like, I mean, cuz I I scan through Prime Video all the time and um I mean, had you not recommended it, I probably wouldn't have watched it. So I'm glad you did because basically opened my mind to a new experience that I wouldn't have had before. So cool. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. No, it's true. I mean, I mean, because I mean, I do watch movies in subtitles if it like strikes, uh, strikes my fancy. Like for example, um, Pan, uh, Pan's Labyrinth, for example, it's a beautiful movie. Oh yeah. Uh, but done it, but obviously in subtitles, but, uh, uh, that movie was phenomenal. And, and so was this movie. I mean, this movie is awesome. Um, yeah, so it, it it was really good, and so it made me want to go back and look at more of these movies. And so it's like that's why I went to I I, I put you know went to see uh, went to see. Oh, I, I'm I found... definitely going to give uh, uh, more of these movies a chance now because the the dance sequence, the uh, the whole uh, you know, I mean it, it's 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 based on fiction, but it's not based on fiction because essentially their their goal, their ultimate goal, was freedom from the British. Mm-hmm. And it was at a time when the British was in control of India. Sure, yeah. Oh, it's just, it's just, it's historical fiction. <clears throat> yeah, it's based on it's it's based on some. Well, I, I don't think it's based. I mean, the whole English, uh, you know, invading India, taking control of India. That's the uh, would I guess that's the truth part of it. But sure, yeah. I mean, British Empire. It, it, so it's yeah, British Empire. So it's it's basically a story based on a little sliver of truth. You might want to say. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, there are aspects of it. Certainly, there was, you know, there was slavery. Certainly. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I mean. So, uh, oh, and the thugs, thuggies were real, I believe. Uh, yep, that was a response, I believe. So, okay, so uh, the Doom series, I went, I was like, I want to see more of these, so I decided, well, I'll just mm. stick with the people who, you know, I'll, I'll see their first effort. I, so I decided to watch Doom, and uh, I was like, well, this is fun. You know, it was fun, and I, I was like, "But the, the my my best surprise is when the first song started, and I was like, oh, there's songs in these movies too.' I was like, are there just songs in all their in all their movies?' And it's like, there probably aren't, right? But but I don't know. I mean, I like that, you know. So now it's like, well, that kind of sets a level of expectation. So it's like, uh, I'll watch another one of these movies and be like, okay, I wonder when the song's going to be because it, there is a there are only three. And they are great, but there's only three songs in Thugs of Hindustan in in that almost three hours. And the first one, I did not expect at all. (laughs) The one where he's trying to... uh, Isn't it where... He's in disguise. Yeah, he's in disguise as a British soldier or a British officer. Yeah, and she's she's just... They just had a scene where she's like, you know, you want to love me in private. I want somebody who's going to declare his his love for me, like, you know, in front of everybody. In in public, that's what he's doing. He kind of does. He kind of does. (laughs) In disguise, though, because he's not supposed to be there because he's Indian. 
<clears throat> right. Yeah. yeah. So there's, and that's, yeah, that's a whole thing. So then there's, it was like 1799 or 1795 or something like that is when it's set. Well, it's actually set like 11 years 17, after that. I want to say 1775, I think. That sounds pretty close to, yeah, right. So, oh, so the other thing is, is there's this well-known actress who, uh, okay, so I had actually seen a Bollywood movie before. Mm. Understand. I just didn't remember anything about it. I and I, I, I remember there might have been singing and dancing, but I just I couldn't pay attention to it because I had trouble. Uh, the subtitles were a little too far away, and I, I had my ear hadn't uh, really acclimated to the accent very well. And uh, there's a lot of other factors going on. I was kind of really distracted at, uh, during that time period. Anyway, so is this movie? <laughs> and it's called Bride and Prejudice, and it's okay. And it's uh. Eh, that's, a Bollywood movie? It I is, can see the. Well, it is kind of. It's it's like it's it's a Bollywood film, but it's not made by Bollywood. It's basically, uh, as far as I, I understand, it's it is a version of of Bollywood, and it also the the female lead is is also in Doom Two. Oh, nice! Because these came nice. out around the same time, and this is a version of this, the Jane Austen story, Pride and Prejudice, done mm-hmm. done as a. As a English-made Bollywood musical, I believe it's English-made. I mean, I, I feel like I could be wrong about that uh, that being, but it's there's something. Uh, okay, yeah, Aishwara Rai is is. Uh, anyway, I'll do more research and get back to you on how how, uh, how this <laughs> one. But, but this was you know, and I barely remembered this, and so now I really want to go back and watch it because it's like this was really you know I. I, my experience with Bollywood so far has been really fun. Oh, absolutely! I think uh, <clears throat> I wouldn't call the—I mean, I wouldn't call the movie Gandhi. Um, I don't. That was not a Bollywood movie at all. That no. was definitely—I mean, there was definitely uh, Indian <laughs> actors in this movie, um, legit in the, uh, Indian actors, but definitely not Bollywood by no stretch of the imagination. Although. So, Although, although I'm beginning to imagine it as as that, I mean, I'm seeing. I mean, it, it's terrible, but it's it's in there somewhere. I really, I mean, it really should be, but they're they're all speaking English essentially. None of them speaking uh, Indian, so it's. Um, oh, in um, oh well, yeah. And there's a bunch of different languages there. There's, <clears throat> there's also Tamil and Telugu, and I think maybe Urdu. I'm not sure, or maybe Urdu's writing. I don't know. I actually uh, popped Hindi into Duolingo and. Um, uh, it is interesting how difficult it can be to look at a different alphabet and have it be difficult to process as the sounds that you're hearing. Oh, yeah. So I was oh, like, yeah. I think I could do it, but it's not going to be like learning Esperanto. No. Although there, I noticed there are some similar words, like Kyo. Uh, it's probably mm. not spelled the same way, but I believe it's what. And it's like mm. Kyo and Tio. And Tio is like that and Kyo. And so I, and also ne is no. And I hear them saying ne all the time in uh in the Doom movies. And it's uh so I'm I'm wondering how many crossover words, you know, there would be. Because, I mean Esperanto was taken from a bunch of different linguistic sources. Anyway. I So yeah. yes, this is this is my first uh Bollywood experience and I have to say it was a it was a pretty good one. It I mean <clears throat> it sparked my interest enough to uh you know uh give it a further try where I probably wouldn't have before. So I will definitely be uh checking out the uh Doom series. Oh good. Well let me know what you think of that. Well, they're not as long, but uh you know they're they're entertaining uh so far. 
Nice. In, in very different ways, not even as frenetic as, uh, but it's more modern, you know. So, but I definitely like the dance. Like I said, the the dancing was my favorite part. Um, but also too, if you, if you if you notice when they are dancing, they are singing. They're actually giving away what they're going to do. Yeah, yeah. As they're singing it, you know. Yeah. So well, yeah. It was during part of it. It's because it's meant to be a performance. Yes. It's di- it's very diegetic. I think is the term in that in that it, it's like the the music is coming because there are people singing and dancing, mm-hmm. or, or playing instruments. Like in the Surya, that was a performance. So it's like it's it's actually it's not like like I just watched re, rewatch Greece, which I hadn't seen since uh, for a while. I mean, I saw it when it came out in theater. Really, when I was really young. Right. Like the drive-through, and it's like I didn't understand what a musical was, but I did. I do remember liking the songs because they are very musical and fun sounding. Mm. Like they're melodious. Most of the songs from Greece are very melodious. So, oh uh, yeah, and it's also got classic <clears throat> '50s music in it, in it as well. Uh, anyway, so but like there's there's music in there. There's that is diegetic because it's people actually playing instruments or singing in the scenes, and then there's the scenes like summer nights, you know, where the music and singing comes out of nowhere. So. That that's what happens in a lot of music. In a lot of music, a lot of musicals, there's like there's no reason for there to be singing and dancing happening there. There's no yes, but it, because the because the fact it's like a it, it is a musical. It's or, or when they do like musicals, uh, turn them into movies or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it it's like in that reality, it's like perfectly acceptable to you know start singing and dancing out of nowhere. Like for example, if this was a musical, for example, and you you know you're having a crappy day, you go into work and you're like. I'm here in work today, and I don't want to be in this effing place today. I just want to go home and get laid and sit on the couch and not work. And then everybody will just bust in the song and start dancing about it. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, something would, you know, interrupt it, and then the music would stop, and everyone would go about their business. Right. So, right, right. so it's perfectly acceptable in that situation to, like, start, you know, busting out. Like, take West Side Story, for example. Mm. The majority of it just singing and dancing. Yeah, it's more it's more like a ballet, you know, but with yeah, singer and opera. But there is yeah, but the core the choreography is is phenomenal. I, mean, I wonder who did the choreography for that. I was I wonder if it was like Hermes Pan or somebody like that. I'll have, I might have to look that up in a bit. Oh, okay. So, uh, so I'm going to try something. This is not exactly product placement. Okay. So here's a little here's a little uh, teaser of a segment I'm going to be trying to do on my channel called Tyson Saner Taster. Okay. To keep with the Tyson uh, Saner Taster. Tyson Saner colon taster. Colon taster. Not a person okay. who tastes colon, but right, right, right. But the punctuation. <laughs> and uh, so the first thing I'm going to be trying is something called uh, Sprecher. Okay. I got this. It is a hard cola. Mm-hmm. And I oh, got, so it's alcohol based. It is. I got this at the dollar store. This is dollar store alcohol. So it's 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 dollar store cheap sh- uh, stuff. Probably. I mean, well, it's technically this wasn't even a dollar. These were two for a dollar. So I <clears throat> so I got a six pack for three dollars. You know, and uh, That's not I don't bad. I don't know if it's even good. I've I've kind of had hit or miss uh, uh, with mm-hmm. with dollar store alcohol. Like there was a there was a really nice Moscato, which uh, is some people might know as a sweet wine. I love Moscato. Yeah, it's like a dessert wine, and uh, it, yeah. it turned out to be a good purchase. And then uh, there's sangrias there. There's like white sangrias, mm-hmm. and those are pretty good. Those are also dollar store. But I've never had a hard cola uh, from them. I may have had a Mike's hard cola in the past, but I don't remember. 
So, uh, <laughs> you know, um, up yours. Yeah, up yours. Cheers. Lachayim. Lachayim. Chin chin. Chin chin. Salute, as the, us Italians would say. Mm. So, drum roll. How is it? Strange. Strange. Now, when you say strange, like, does it have a cola, like, like a like a Coca Cola type taste? There is a Coca Cola type taste. There is a there is something that makes it definitely identifiable as a cola flavor, like a cola nut type flavor. I'm looking to see how if, if there's any color in it. Because don't forget, the alcohol actually does uh, change the flavor of a lot of stuff. Yeah, it is pretty dark. I'm just gonna taste it again. <laughs> Like it's using caramel color, you know. I'll be honest; that's not bad. There is a, there is a, there is kind of a carameliness to it, and but like in the same way that cola is caramely. Nice. Um, I could see <clears throat> this like maybe blended up with um, uh, ice, like vanilla ice cream, like in a float milkshake, kind of, ah. kind of like a, a a hard milkshake type uh, deal, like one might do with an alcoholic root beer or or, a, or an alcoholic ginger ale. Ginger beer? Mm. Ginger. Um, that is not bad. I'm going to just put this nice. back here. Okay, so <laughs> out of five, I guess, mm. I'd give it a solid three out of five. Not bad, not bad. Later in the program, I'm <laughs> I'm going to be tasting chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> chocolate. Yeah, I've got uh, artisanal chocolate. I'm gonna give it a, a try. And uh, what type of chocolate is it? I couldn't see it because of the glare. Oh, I'm sorry. This is um, okay. So it is chocolate love. Chocolate love. I don't know. It looks like it looks like it's reversed, but I'll see if I, you can read that or not. Ginger. So it's chocolate love. Ginger crystallized in dark chocolate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like Australian ginger. So yeah, there's a few different types of these where it's like, there's one that's like almond and pecan. There's one that's like chili and cherries. And uh, I, I will probably try these. Oh, one was like uh, almond butter and and salted caramel or something. <laughs> it's like, it's like, <laughs> what? Hey, salted caramel <laughs> tastes good, dude. It really does. No, I like salted caramel, but like it's both of these these flavors. I mean, almond butter is already pretty darn good. Anyway. I mean, maybe they couldn't. Maybe they couldn't like decide between the two, so they just like kind of like fused them together as like a perfect blend because. Certain things like you wouldn't think uh, go together, uh, and they do. Like for example, me and the other half, we went to uh, we went to Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, and I forget. So so essentially, we were having I want to say pretzel bites or or something salty, something that you wouldn't think uh, would necessarily go with uh, caramel, like a caramel dip. Oh, yeah? But the uh, the server said, "Here, try it with caramel dip." And I have to. And at first, I'm like, eh, "I don't know if I'm going to like that." But after giving it a, a good college try, I, I have to admit it was phenomenal. Was it was it um, uh, was it pretzel bites or something with salt on it? I think it might have been pretzel bites because normally they they serve it with like you know cheese and you just dip it in the cheese and you eat it. Sure, but yeah. yeah. But he he said try it with uh, with caramel I used to, with uh, cinnamon caramel. He, oh, that's well. That sounds good. It sounds really good. I used yeah. to I would love to try that, but I, I you know it's it's bread. 
Oh, that's right. You don't do bread. No, Ooh. no, I don't. I I could I could do bread, but um, I I'd prefer not to bleed from the anus as much as possible. <laughs> yeah, or I absolutely, or I'd like to bleed from the anus as little as possible. Right, right, right. Because that that would be a very bad thing. I guess mathematically, those mean essentially the same thing. So, <laughs> so I mean, I do miss bread. I do really miss, you know, bread. I miss pizza. I miss sandwiches. I miss, uh, you know, flour tortillas. You know, I, I miss the texture and whatnot. I miss the mouthfeel. I miss the, the how, how satisfyingly chewy bread can be. I miss, like, sourdough toast. You know, it's slightly burnt with some nice butter on it. But you know what? Ah, I, yes. You know what I don't miss? What's up? Bleeding from the anus. I, exactly. I don't miss that at all. No. Well, I mean, that's 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 the whole thing. I mean, I know Kevin Smith jokes about it because he's now a confirmed vegan, which he gave up uh, all animal products. But, I mean, if, if you think about it, this has probably been, like, the, the most healthiest he's ever been. And, you know, he really, I think, took on the vegan lifestyle. Easily is the Easily, word that comes yeah. to mind. And I don't know yes. him. So I feel, you know, I don't feel like I should speak for him. But he used to talk about, and by the way, that wasn't I'm going to speak for him. <laughs> when I said, but that was, this is not me speaking for him. I'm remembering him saying like how, how he didn't like vegetables and how, you know, his favorite part of like the pork chop was the bit of cheese that was baked on top. And he would like, yes. wouldn't touch vegetables. And it's just like, you know, drinking gallons of milk, like <sighs> cold, uh, cold white milk, which I'm guilty of. Um, so, so, I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I could have a heart well, attack, t- you know, tomorrow, but, uh, I, I, I hope that my food choices have made a difference. <laughs> Well, no, I, I think the fact that, I mean, I mean, first of all, dude, you're, you're probably, I want to say, healthier in, in more ways in every stretch of the imagination than I am, um, because I'm not, I'm not healthy at all. Um, but the thing, the thing about it is I think your food choices, obviously, you don't drink. Um, rarely. I mean, that, that's rarely. the first bit of alcohol I've had yeah. in, like... Well, let me go on the record. Months. Let me go... Let me go on the record for, for saying that for, for 70 episodes, um, I'm going to have a little more. There you go. For 70 episodes that we've done. Yes. 70 episodes. For, for 70 episodes that we've done of antisocial show. And I've known you now for almost a decade. Um, I, I've never, I've never known you to be a, like a, a, a big drinker. I've only ever seen you drink maybe like three times mm. um, in, in, in almost 10 years, and that was when you were drinking the uh, flavored, uh, the uh, candy corn flavored vodka mm-hmm. during Halloween time. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's, yeah, so you don't drink excessively. And I think with your good eating habits, um, yeah, dude, I think, I think you're going to prevent yourself from having a heart attack. <laughs> I hope so. But, you know, it's especially, yeah, I, I don't want to, don't want to, um, uh, half, I mean, orf- I never half orphaned my child. <laughs> yeah, I, I never even known that uh, you even smoked cigarettes until you told me about it. I mean, like, all the years I was talking to you, and I'm like, I'm like, you stopped smoking? Like, when did you ever smoke? Oh yeah, and you're I, like, well, I yeah, smoked. I never even, yeah, smoked for about twenty. Uh, it wasn't twenty five years. It was I, I smoked from from. See, I would, I was nineteen in the year. I turned nineteen in the year nineteen. 93 I want to say because I was born in 74 so I smoked from 19 until August of of uh, of 2014 so I quit I quit smoking like almost four oh, almost five years ago it'll be five years this August yep and we uh we started talking in 2011 so 
Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm just processing yeah. that uh, that much time has gone by. So yeah, well, we never really came up. I would never, never say like, hey, I'm going to go outside and have a smoke or anything, you know. And I was, yeah, no, you never, you never mentioned it. I was tapering off. Like I use the uh, blue uh, cigarettes. That, mm. uh, that they're like, uh, it's like basically nicotine vapor, and it had three different flavors. There's tobacco flavor. There's mentholated, and then there was like, a, I'm not sure, maybe it. I don't remember, but. Uh, you know, go outside and have a couple of vape hits off of that blue mm. cigarette. Pardon me, by the way. And um, instead of smoking an entire cigarette, and then I just go back inside and go back to whatever I was working on or doing or, you know. And and after a while, I just didn't, I wasn't smoking cigarettes anymore. And then once those those vape things ran out, it was like, I'm, I think I'm mm. good. I think I'm all right. So it was cessation. And it worked really well. Yeah. I don't know. Plus, I it was worked. Like, plus, it was just like it's time. I'm, it's really time. Uh, oh yeah, dude. I mean, I mean, I gotta, I gotta give up the the, uh, the sticks myself because it's just, it's just at this point ridiculous. I mean, you know how bad it is for your health, and mm-hmm. and that's. But everyone's like, oh, if you want to quit smoking, go to vape. I, I, I don't want to like replace one bad habit with like another. If that makes sense. Right. I don't know. I mean, I, if I'm going to give it up, I'm just going to go cold. I don't vape nicotine now, but I did because it no. helped me, but I did because it helped me quit, and because I wasn't buying oh, yeah. cigarettes, so I was satisfying the urge of of having of inhaling something, getting some nicotine, mm. and exhaling something, but without having to burn an entire cigarette because you know money. It's like I'm going to smoke this thing. These things cost you know like two dollars each. <laughs> it's not quite that bad, but it is pretty. You know, I'm going to oh yeah this whole thing. It's expensive. That's going to oh my yeah. That's a, Okay. In fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this later. So you know, I'm gonna come back. And, you know, I re- refry them and just it's just you know it's it's a whole thing. But like with with the with the blues, uh, you know, it's just like one puff, maybe two puffs, maybe one on the way in, and then I'm good for however long it was. And it's that's not a whole cigarette smoke. That's just getting a little bit of nicotine in. So it it worked. That's really very well. true. It worked really well. I don't know. That's it, it makes sense. But plus, oh. but plus again, I wanted to. I really wanted to just be done with cigarettes yeah don't blame you dude i mean listen like it's it's definitely not a very good habit um so any way you can quit you quit i mean like i said i'm I'm gonna go uh cold turkey myself but uh to uh go off the beaten path a little bit as we have been known to do on this show um i just sent a recording an audio recording to mr davian dent of strange times and uh, so on our show, because I plugged myself in twice, uh, us in twice in that uh, audio, mm-hmm. um, I would like to wish uh, Kat and uh, uh, Davian a happy 300th episode of Strange Times that's coming up shortly. Oh, yeah. We're at 294 right now. So in the style of The Rock, okay? <clears throat> okay. The style of The Rock. Davian. You look like you never uh, seen the light of day. And Kat, you look like you uh, just got out of prison. So both of you jabronis, you should know your ca- uh, candy, uh, shut your candy mouths and know your role and uh, happy 300. There you go. And so say all of we. Yes. Um, basically because I saw fighting with my family uh, over the weekend and it was phenomenal, dude. Phenomenal. I actually, yeah, I saw the uh, preview for that. That looks good. Yes. Yeah, now see... I wanted to I wanted to say what I just said in the recording that I sent to Davian, but I didn't want to uh, plagiarize the Rock because he basically did use that that 
well, he said basically the light of day towards um, uh, Paige in the in the in the movie. But I didn't want to uh, plagiarize that, so I just came up with something different, and I just sent it off to them. Just basically wishing them a happy 300. Because think about that, dude. 300 episodes of a podcast is is phenomenal. Yeah, that's um. And and, and I mean, how many episodes in are um is Suckadash? Suckadash is uh yeah. well, my return is going to be episode 189. See that that's phenomenal, dude. I mean, we're at seventy right now. We're going to be doing uh, one hundred soon. Not that soon. Um, <laughs> not that soon, but not, soon. I mean, but yeah, it's but actually going to be it, because we do them by every other week. Like if we did them weekly, uh, it would be fifty-two, and so we'd be there within half a year. But because we, you have to, you have to do that in half. So like twenty-six. So it'll take, in order to get thirty more shows, it'll need more than a year. Hmm. And that's totally fine, dude, because, I mean, if you think about this, I mean, as long as you do, uh, this is my opinion, as long as you do uh, an episode every, uh, I mean, think about this. If you do an episode every week, that's great, but if you do every other week, that's fine, too. Um, And I certainly don't have a problem with doing, like, um, every other week, because, you know, also, too, because now it's kind of like we have, uh, not strange, I'm sorry, um, Succotash, so it's kind of like... We have like, you know, I feel like I'm the host of Dash now, even though I'm not. Um, but it, I get to have fun promoting it because you're you're doing it. Not that I didn't have fun promoting it before. Um, so it's cool because, you know, you do one episode of Dash. You did. You did. And, and we do we do one episode of 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 uh, any social show. Mm-hmm. So it, it works out well that way. Plus. Plus, though. With that, with that one week, I mean, because we're still, if you think about it, we're still theoretically uploading an episode just about every week. We're just not recording it every every week. Yes. Let me stand up, too. Yeah. It's backwards. I'm looking at yours is right side. I don't know why mine is backwards, but it should no, look your, like that. Yours is, yours is looking the right way when I look at it. So, and yours, does yours look backwards to you? No, not at all. Because yours looks right, right ways to me and mine looks, I don't get it. Sorry. Anyway, so yeah. But, yeah, so so the, I mean, see, theoretically, we we are uploading an episode every week. We're just not recording every week, which is fine because it gives week. me enough every other week. But it gives me enough time to to get content up. Good, good content is good. And plus, though, I'm planning something very epic for episode 100. So we do require some time to uh, plan it and put it together and make sure that it, it meshes well. And I mean, honestly, I mean, October is going to be a, a I mean, I'm glad we're not even getting to 100 by October because October 13th is going to be uh, the day that I tie the knot officially, everybody. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're getting married uh, October 13th and we're going to take our honeymoon thereafter. We're going to New Orleans. But we're doing actually something different. We're We're, we're not doing the traditional bachelor bachelorette party separately we're doing it as a, a whole so we're we're doing like a, a whole wedding for the wedding party we're, so we're not going to like go to some cheesy like stripper joint or nothing like that we're just going to go out and have a fun time in Atlantic City nice where i will get properly boozed up properly boozed up yes 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 properly. i plan to get proper well congratulations again to you that that's thank fantastic you, thank you dude i sent you did you get the invite? I did. 
Perfect. I appreciate the invite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm going to go on record right now. If you can make it, that's fantastic. If you can't, you know, I understand because, you know, you got uh, young master Jarrett, um, Jareth. Um, so, so, I mean, listen, if you can make it fantastic, if not, don't worry about it because uh, me and uh, Lady Block will uh, try to make it out there in 2020 to come see you and hang out with you guys. And I'm thinking if that happens, if that's the case, if you can't make it here and, you know, we make it out to you guys, we should actually do for the very first time a, a, an episode while we're still, you know, while we're under one roof. Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah, I don't know how that would work out, but uh, I like the idea. Um, oh, it's gonna be great! I can bring my mics. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's a, yeah, that's an interesting thing. So maybe uh, is Tyson saying he doesn't want to meet me in the flesh? No, it's the recording thing that that's, that's it's, it's it's okay. I wouldn't want to meet me in the flesh either. No, no, no. It's it's the whole recording aspect of it. Like that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> I mean, the meeting sounds great, but like I'm just I'm just busting your balls. Dude. Right, I'm just I'm just trying to think of the logistics of it. So it's like, yeah, but yeah, um, no, the meetings. Cool. <laughs> the logistics. Well, I mean, think about this. I could do it. I could do it in uh, uh, on our cell phones in a hotel room, perhaps. That doesn't sound. That sounded like way worse than I'm, I meant it to be. But you get the idea. Now for I guess part two of uh, Tyson's yes. Taster. Okay. So I'm gonna try this chocolate uh, from uh, chocolove.com. We've established it's got uh, crystallized ginger in it. Which is uh, really healthy for you, by the way. Oh, yeah, ginger's good for the stomach, is my understanding. Uh, it's good for a lot of things. Ginger crystallized in dark chocolate. Okay, so, now, Andre, I understand that you uh, got to experience Fortnite, basically, for the first time. Yeah, so let me let me explain how that, uh, how that came about, okay? As, uh, t- smells good? It smells like dark chocolate. Nice, nice, nice. It, it's an aphrodisiac. Something like that. <clears throat> Absolutely. Nature's uh, way of uh, stimulating the uh, senses. Ooh, that looks really good. You can't, you can't even actually see. Uh, like I was thinking, because it's a crystallized ginger, that it might have it. Like it might be bumpy and kind of like, you know, like a Nestle's. Um, those ones. That Maybe it's like Nestle's Crunch. Like how it's got little ridges yes. and things on it. It's got texture. Yes, maybe cut. it's uh, maybe it's like baked into it. So like when you take a bite, you can see the crystal. Right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna break off a couple a square, I guess, if I can. Okay. Okay. So Fortnite. Yeah. So Fortnite. So, okay. So, um, I've seen people play uh, clips of uh, Fortnite. Uh, certainly, Jamie's when he goes on Facebook, he plays it live always. Yeah. Um, and I've I've heard people talk about Fortnite, but. As far as like me wanting to play it, um, never had a need for it until un- uh, until uh, Tyson Saner happened. Um, I was watching uh, Tyson Saner Gamer, and uh, he was building a sky bridge. Yeah. So Absolutely. I'm like, I'm like, okay. Um, he's in uh, what's called the creative mode. Um, so he's basically not, uh, battling his friends or, or strangers, no. um, in the gaming world. He's just building a bridge. That's right. So I said, okay, I, I, one night I just broke down and said, let me just download this game and just, just give it a try. Even if I just download it, just build some crap and just delete it off my, my console 
At least I say I've tried it. So yeah, and, and I think what really what grabbed me to this game was the fact that I was watching you uh, make something. Yeah. So. But it just looked like fun, huh? Right. So I, I downloaded it and uh, I started building uh, stairs, which led to a sky bridge. I started building a sky bridge. I started like mimicking almost what you were doing. Oh really? Uh, That's yeah. Funny. But but what's funny about this was the fact that. Um, I started like building platforms of of different sorts, different materials off of my sky bridge and I started building nonsensical uh structures, okay? Sure, yeah, okay. And, and I'm like, okay, this seems like fun. I can I can, you know, do like bricks or metal or wood whatever. It seems like fun. Mm-hmm. Um and then I landed on the ground, on the island that they provide for you. And at this point in time, I, I, I didn't understand the concept of memory space, okay? Oh. Which I had to destroy the whole sky bridge to, to build what eventually will be like the most awesome fucking thing, sorry, um, that I've ever built. So I landed on the ground and I'm looking at this. I'm like, okay, what could I build here, okay? Mm-hmm. And what popped into my head was um, – Super Mario Brothers, how everything is made of bricks, like oh. the castles, oh, yeah. the, the, the landscape. Yeah. So I'm like, I wonder if they'll allow me to build a castle. Okay. So I started building a ca- I started building one tower out of bricks. I'm like, okay, this is going well. I built like a floor and like, you know, the whole tower. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, it needs a, a middle and another tower. So I started building that. And then. I built a wall around it. I'm like, okay, my, my, my castle has to be protected by this wall. And now in the four corners of this wall, I need towers. Now, these, these towers, they, they kind of slightly go above the wall, not, not too much above the wall. Uh-huh. Um, actually, they don't go above the wall at all. But there's like these big windows sort of the uh, deal uh, in the front and, and the back of the towers so that, you know, the guys can be like at the at – the, at the entrance of it, like, or at the window or the big window of these towers. And you know, they could do like bows and arrows and crap like that. And I'm like, okay, well, towers are not enough. So I built a fort in front of the, the whole castle and I built a fort behind it. That's connected to the actual fort in front. Mm-hmm. So there's a fort in front of the wall and there's a, uh, uh, <laughs> there's a fort in back of the wall wow. that's connected by tunnels and things like that. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, and then I, at one point I ran out of memory space. So I, I destroyed the entire sky bridge, just got rid of it, didn't need it. It was just ridiculous. Which uh, which platform were you doing uh, Fortnite on? PS4. PS4. And you ran out of memory on the PS4? Mm-hmm. They only give you like a thousand uh, uh, bits of memory space. So it's not like it's limitless. Oh, that's interesting. So, so then I built – so then I built <laughs> with – on four pillars, I built a um, a platform above the castle, okay? Mm-hmm. And I built what I call the twin paradox because they're basically twin castles, sort of speak, that's connected by tunnels, okay? And the the objective of these two two castles is to protect the main castle. And then I didn't stop there. Then I started building forts on the side of the wall, okay? That's that's basically all intertwined. So they're all intertwined to these two upper castles. And if you go into one stairs, if you go down the stairs, 
you can actually uh, – oh, by the way, I should say that I built these tunnels that uh, connect the four uh, towers. So if you go into one fort and you go down the stairs, you can actually access one of the tunnels on the left side. So you can actually go to from one tower to the other. So all the towers are connected by these tunnels. Cool. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take a video of it so you can see it. It's like a fort. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, dude. It's like, I, dude, and you don't even understand. It's like I started playing, and then it's like the next thing I knew, like two hours went by, and I didn't even realize two hours went by, and I'm like, oh, God. Is this your first um, third-person game? Um, or you, yeah. Do you play what, like what other video games are you like been playing like lately and like recently and stuff? Well, cause we don't talk started, about video games all that much. I don't think. No, no, we, <clears throat> we tend to do sometimes, but, um, okay. So I started playing, um, which I'm really, I'm really, uh, fascinated by. I started playing Silent Hill downpour. That's again. right. I remember you talking about that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And then when I first got my PS4, I got, the evil within so i started replaying that oh yeah that's um, one i definitely have wanted to play that looks like real dark i just i just want people to know okay that i'm i'm totally humbled by guys like tyson because and i'll tell you why tyson has his own gamer uh gamer station you know uh gaming outside my uh no that's laura um say uh, tyson sander gamer right, right. um okay so i'm the type of person that absolutely loves video games but when it comes to video games, if I if I can't grasp the concept of it, mm-hmm. I just don't play it anymore. Oh. So I, I start watching other people play the same game, and I'm like, oh, that's how it's done. Oh. And then I go back to playing it. Like, the only thing stopping me from um, playing The Evil Within was there's this one scene or this one part where this guy is, like, chasing you with a chainsaw, mm-hmm. and you have to kind of hide. And I'm like, I couldn't get past this for five years. Oh, boy. So I'm like... I'm just not going to play no more. So, well, yeah, yeah, totally. Like, you know, I'm like, you know what? Let me just YouTube this and see how it's done. And when I realized like what I was doing wrong, I just instantly picked it up and I'm like, okay, so now I'm a lot further. But so I, I've been a lot further. But the what reason why I haven't played it is because I've been playing Fortnite. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And Jessica, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, Jessica wanted me to thank you for that. Oh, sure, yeah. No, 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 not, not in a good way. Well, uh, no, I, I assumed not in a good way, honestly. I was like, I mean, I was like, well, it could be a good way, but it's probably not. And I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm sorry, Jessica? Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. No, but thank you, though, because I'll tell you why. So when I was a kid, right, I had, like, my, my father got me these blocks, like these building blocks. And I remember, like, building, like, all these, like, cities with these blocks and having like, little action figures and, like, making up stories and things like that. Uh-huh. So that's cool. It, that's what Fortnite reminded me of. It, like, kind of, like, reminded me of, like, my childhood. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I forgot how much fun this really was. Just, like, building stuff and just, like, totally relaxing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, well, I mean, you should uh, – did you see my Lego Worlds video? Yeah, I loved it. You should. You'd like Lego Worlds. It's like a, people were calling it Lego Minecraft. And the thing is, uh, to this day, I've never played Minecraft. And it's again, it's not because I don't think I'd like it. It's just I, I, I've not gotten around to it. And, and uh, I really like Lego Worlds. And I'm pretty sure I would like Minecraft. That's the thing is, I know I would. I mean, played- oh, Minecraft, I heard was like phenomenal to play. I mean, I mean, I got the. Um... So I got the uh, – with Apple TV, I got the controller. There's a controller that comes – that you could buy separately from from Apple Store. Oh, nice. And you and, and the you could play Minecraft. 
Oh, yeah. So you can do Apple, for anyone out there. So you can do apps yeah. on your Apple TV. Yep. Like so games. for anyone out there, yes. Um, so for anyone out there, um, you can get Minecraft for like $19, I think, off the oh. Apple Store and just like use the controller and play it. It's it's really stupidly inexpensive. And that's the mobile version or is that like the – which – sorry, I'm like – I'm trying to think of which – because there's a mobile version of it on Android, which uh-huh. is six ninety nine. And I haven't. That is the version I assume would be on on the i on the Apple Store. I think on the Apple Store it's like nineteen ninety nine or nineteen dollars like, or something like that. Unless it's like the full game, like concert style, like Windows Ten, because Windows Ten also has like a full on type, mm. basically what would be on a console or on a PC game, because the consoles and the PC games are closer in like size, you know, and what they can do. Now, and, I watched you play. Uh, 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 don't forget to starve. Oh, no, don't starve. Yeah, it don't starve. That's it. But then, but the, um, yeah, but the name of the video is remembering how not to starve. Yeah, because yes, as I hadn't played Don't Starve in a long time, it was something I used to play all the time. In fact, I started playing it again. But sorry, you were saying. But you said that you mentioned in your video that you played uh, uh by PC. Now, is is playing PC better than console, or is console better than PC? Oh, they're exactly the same. It's just uh, especially since I have the um. Well, I mean, except you can't play with a mouse and a keyboard on your on your console. I mean, you could, but uh, it's it's. Uh, I'm used to don't starve on consoles, so uh, I tried it uh, with the mouse and keyboard, and, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, I understand that this is how people play this, but this is really difficult. So, I'm gonna you know, since it's got full controller support through Steam, I uh, I use my uh, you know GameStop Mad Cats controller, whatever it is. This you know uh, Xbox One, sorry. Xbox 360. It's the standard Xbox 360 slash one era controller. It's got all the buttons in the same place and whatnot. And um, that that it's a wired controller that hooks right in USB through um, through my laptop there. So. Uh, oh, speaking of which. So it's like playing console just on the laptop. Speaking of which, um, you can check out <clears throat> my kind of gaming experience on uh, Antisocial Show on uh, Facebook. Oh. Uh, when I, when I do the live videos, um, yeah, so basically I don't sit there and like try to like film it on my phone while I'm, while I'm, while I'm playing it. I just announce that I'm playing it no, and what I think of it and I just do it. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I definitely enjoyed or am enjoying Fortnite. Um, I want to say it's calm dude, because, and, and not to mention the fact that if you just go into cre- just go into creative mode, like you don't even have to battle anybody. But if you go into creative mode, it definitely gets like your mind going because I got to thinking like, OK, I'm building all these structures. Mm-hmm. Now, how do I connect them? You yeah, know what I'm saying? So sure. the original castle and the original fort that's in front of it is not connected. But all the stuff that's above it and all the side stuff is either connected by stairs or by tunnels or by things like that, so right, you have to work within like uh, certain spatial requirements, basically, or figure out how something would exist in the real world. Yes, yes. All right, so I'm going to try this. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to try this chocolate. Okay, so Tyson is trying the chocolate. Mm. He said, mm, "It's mm. good." Mm-hmm. It's tempered. Well, now do you, do you taste the? Uh, what are you tasting exactly? It's dark chocolate. It's very dark. Mm-hmm. It's not bittersweet just yet. Oh, okay. I've got the crystals. I can kind of taste the ginger crystals. I may. I was I was going to say that. Do you taste the ginger? A little bit. Yeah, but it, okay. 
A little bit. The big piece. Ah, it, when I put okay. the whole thing in my mouth. Oh, that's nice. It's like, it's dark chocolate, and then it's like a hint of ginger ale. Oh, okay. Okay. But not like ginger ale, but the taste that makes ginger ale, ginger ale, that, they, that accent that makes it dis- mm-hmm. distinct from root beer or something where it's got like a... You know, it's got a particular style of, I don't want to say bitterness, but like, well, you know, it's because ginger ale and root beer, things like this, this is when, you know, these are like the prototypical soda beverages when they're just like, they're digging stuff out of the ground and adding sugar to it. Nice. You know, well, that's what root beer is, you know, and and, and ginger and whatnot. These are, you know, it's their roots, their veggies. And it's like, these became our soft drinks are, well, I think they were medicinal actually at one point. And it's like some still probably are. Meanwhile. Well, ginger. Ginger in and of itself is is um, has many health benefits. This isn't bad, actually. By the way, I am tasting the beer now a little bit more. Like I can, <laughs> it does taste like beer with cola in it, sort of. So, ladies and gentlemen, dear listeners, as uh, Davian would say, mm. because uh, uh, believe it or not, um, before I, I I continue further, um. Davian is one of the many people that uh, kind of like my podcast guru. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so dear listener, as Davian would say, um, Tyson is uh, kind of like uh, Tyson is uh, having chocolate and beer, so to speak, um, but in like Coca Cola sort uh, sense of yeah. chocolate and beer. Yeah, it's like coconut and chocolate. And by the way, yeah, yeah. I'm going to give it five. Five out of five stars. That is okay. that is quite good. Okay. Choco Choco Love Chocolate with um I guess you can go to chocolove.com and that is C H O C O L O V E dot com forward slash social I guess for the social media, but mm. Um I'll and the non GMO if you if you care about that sort of thing. Uh this one by the way, its details say this is uh, it's Belgian chocolate and it is Sixty-five percent cocoa content, which is pretty high. Well, isn't like Belgian Belgian known for like chocolate? Or among like, other things, yeah. But yeah, yeah, certainly, yeah. There is also known uh, Belgium. Belgium is also known for. Uh, I know it's not called Belgium. Belgium uh, is uh, Jean Claude Van Damme. I believe is from there. Ah, yes. Now, see, I always used to tell people that I wanted to uh, go to. I wanted to move from here mm-hmm. and go to the Swiss Alps, like the mountains mm. with lots of snow. And I, I wanted to make chocolates and clocks. That was like my, uh, my aspiration in life. Well, that'd, that'd be, that'd be, that'd be chocolate and clocks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That'd be good. <laughs> chocolate, it'd, be, it'd be better. You can have chocolate clocks. Ah, I thought about that actually. Chocolate cuckoo clocks. Hmm. Ah, yes. Hmm. Maybe, what, maybe now, that's pushing it a bit too far. I'm drawing a blank on this, but there was a movie, cartoon, something. It might have been a Simpsons episode. I don't remember. But there was, uh, speaking of Hindustan, 
there was um, there was an Indian prince who wanted an entire castle made of chocolate that he could live in, and it wound up melting on his ass. I, I this sounds really familiar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. I I, I, I just can't. I, I, I just. Oh. I feel like you know what it is. I feel like it's one of those Saturday morning like. Yeah, what what? No 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 like, no no. Like Johnny the, Depp's. Uh, um, um, Willy Wonka Chocolate Factory. Yeah, that's right. The Tim, yes. yeah, the Tim Burton Charlie and the yes. Chocolate Factory. Yes, yes that's yes. right. Okay, that's what that's from. That just like popped in my head, just like. By the way, another movie that has lots of songs. Well, not lots of songs, but it definitely has dance numbers, sort of, and they're all with Deep Roy. The <clears throat> the one man Oompa Loompa. Yes. Or one man Oompa Loompas. Oompa Loompas. Or Oompa Loompoy, I believe it would be pluralized in Esperanto. <laughs> now, let me ask you this, because now we're talking about chocolate. Okay. Okay. So, which, which do you prefer? Do you prefer uh, Tim Burton, of course, his adaptation of uh, Willy Wonka Chocolate Factory? Uh, or do you uh, go with uh, Gene Wilder's adap- uh, ver- the original version of that movie? I mean, if I'm going to rank one over the other, you know, yes, I, I, I have to give it to the original adaptation. Thank you. Yes. But I don't yes. dislike the update, you know. No, I think the update isn't it like the update, like closer, like more closer to the book than uh, the original uh, movie in parts. Yes. Uh, just like there are like the squirrels. That was a detail. Like it was squirrels instead of geese laying golden egg. That's that's also in the movie. Um. Other stuff, not so much, but I mean, like, like the backstory with Wonka and his father, who was Christopher Lee in the movie, you know, that was... Oh, phenomenal with Christopher, Christopher Lee. Lee. Yes. The, the, I mean, I think anything would, like, oh. His father was a dentist. Sorry, yeah? Now, isn't uh, your character, Mr. Lee, based off of uh, Christopher Lee, right? Mr. L, yeah. Is, yeah Mr. L? Yeah, it's absolutely Christopher Lee. It's, a, it's specifically Christopher Lee from the uh, behind-the-scenes stuff on uh, the Lord of the Rings movies. Mm. But he played Saruman, and he talked about working on the film with Peter, and uh, how fun it was to talk to everybody and you know, all pronounce the words correctly. Yeah. By the way, speaking of uh, you know, speaking of uh, reminiscing about the old days about that, um, I've never done voice acting before until then, mm. um, when I played. Uh, uh, my character. Well, thank yeah, thank you for going along with me on that. And the dude, that was brilliant. Um, and and we still have, uh, you know, we still have uh, a kind of script for a part two. Yeah, we have the beginning of a script for a part two, certainly. Yeah, so I, I think uh, you know, uh, uh, Combat Radio uh, Volume Five. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe we put. But it you gotta let you gotta let me know because, uh, you know. A lot of stuff's happening in the summertime, so I gotta, you know. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, totally. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's hard to find time to work on stuff, anyways. It is. I gotta work on suckers well, after I'm done with this. I mean, if you think about it, dude, we we put in a lot of hours on that first one. Yeah, I mean, because there wasn't even days like when we were. I mean, we weren't even recording on some of those days. We we're just coming up with script. And uh, deciding, like, you know, what goes here, what goes there, like building the rooms, like virtual rooms and things like that. So, I mean, you know. Yeah. Well, we had, yeah, absolutely. It was a, it was a planned thing that we put <laughs> my effort favorite, into. My favorite behind the scenes moment was when 
I had to take my because back in those days I was recording on a laptop. Mm-hmm. Um, so my favorite time was I had to take the laptop downstairs into the basement to uh, record the last half of that one. You know, I'm, I'm supposed to be like screaming and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Because basically the the ba- the basement, thankfully, is soundproof. Um, so. That was that would have been like the perfect uh, uh, place to 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 the last part of that. I was sorry, I was just thinking. I you know, I get run. You know, you're like you're like, like screaming this, and it's like, and then Mister L is pretty much just like run. You know, it's it's not really the same. It's not really yelling because you can't. And I'm Spitz. Fritz. Fritz. Yes. Fritz. 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 Named sorry. named after sorry. Dwight Fry's character. Tired. Tired mind. And I'm Fritz. <laughs> I, I just want to say Dwight. happy Halloween to everybody. Yes, name checking Dwight Fry. I, I believe is. Yes, I believe that's yes, who played yes. the original Fritz in in the original Fra- Frankenstein film, a film that did not contain an Igor. Well, if I can actually, uh, if I can actually uh, uh, add this to to the audience, or uh, add this for the audience. Mm. So when Tyson uh, and I came together for this idea, uh, the original idea was. That I was going to do uh, not every single character, but most of the characters on this. Um, however, however, uh, it only seemed uh, appropriate that uh, Tyson did Mr. L because he had like the certain kind of voice for it. And I had this like very crazy like Igor type voice. So I did this right here. <laughs> yeah. And I had fun doing it. It's the role you were born to play. What happened? It's the role you were born to play. Oh, absolutely, dude. It, dude, trust me. It was, it was definitely uh, fun playing uh, Fritz. Um, oh, good. Yeah, and I look forward to uh, doing it again. So, I think we can figure something out. Oh, absolutely. Like I said, dude, like the 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 concept for like a uh, haunted tour part two was definitely uh, stellar. Well, it's yeah, it's getting the story flow. It's a big part of it, but then there's also a lot of work in post-production after the recordings of the voices have been done, finding sound effects and creating new ones and figuring out musical cues and all that stuff. Farming the public domain for um, for uh, bits of music. Mm. This is what happens on the Anti-Social Show if you're just joining us for the first time. We start talking about one thing, and then we just start like going off on completely different different tangents and uh, coming back to the original thing most of the time, uh, depending on how the, the episode evolves uh, uh, prior to the release, uh, you know, when we <coughs> send the horses out. Yeah. Um, you, you never know what you're going to get. So let me know if you um, if you decide you're going to watch another Bollywood film, uh, specifically if it's even if it's not one of the Doom films. Like, let me know what the next one you see is, and I'll um, if it's on Amazon, I'll, I might give it a look as well. There's one called, oh, I'm, there's one called Kick that looks pretty interesting. Mm, I no, wa- I'm definitely going to give uh, Bollywood a try because, um, like I said, dude, I mean, I certainly don't have a problem with uh, subtitles. I mean, uh, like I said, Pan's Labyrinth mm-hmm. was uh, beautifully done. And not to mention the fact, if you think about this, everybody should, like, step outside, like, their comfort zone, uh, not to steal from Laura's uh, gaming uh, 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 tag. But um, everyone should, like, not – everyone should see a movie, like, they're not – wouldn't normally see. 
Um, because you never know. You, you know what I mean? Like, for example, like with me, Thugs of Hindustan, I probably would never have given uh, Bollywood movies a, a shot unless you recommended that for me. So since you did, I watched it. It like opened up a, a whole new uh, avenue of movies to watch. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's the same thing with um, when I watched uh, uh, Schindler's List for the first time. Oh. Um, yeah, with uh, Lehman Nielsen. Yeah. So because I watched that, I watched uh, Jacob's uh, uh, Jacob the Liar. Oh, yeah. Liam Neeson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was mesmerized. Lehman Nelson is actually uh the name I chose for my uh uh my 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 um dad uh, uh does Dungeons and Dragons and so he created a new game for the three of us to play. Uh he he and Laura and I and uh I named my Wait, character. you said your dad. You said your dad, right? Yeah, my dad. He 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 he's uh, he likes Dungeons and Dragons, so he created Your his, dad is the shit. Yeah, he's pretty cool. And uh he really is. And um so I called my character Lehman Nelson. Mm. Because of that that specific gaff from that earlier mm-hmm. episode, I just thought you know that's that's a good name by itself too. I'll use that Lehman Lehman Nelson. So it's like L E E M A N, and then Nelson like Harry Nelson. <laughs> the, the, you know what's really that is talking at me? That guy, that Nelson. <laughs> you know what's really cool? I'm, I'm glad you actually brought that up mm. because I remember. <clears throat> uh, mm. So I went out. We, uh, me and Jessica, we went to watch uh, uh, Fighting with My Family, which is a wrestling-based movie. Mm-hmm, yeah. And uh, obviously she knows who John Cena is. She knows who The Rock is. But I'm more of the wrestling fan than she is. So what was really nice was we we're getting in the car after the movie, and I, I, I was telling her, I'm like, you know, it's really cool to actually watch that movie because I remember my dad, uh, my dad, taking me to my very first WWE uh, pay-per-view wrestling match where I got to see uh, Stone Cold versus Mankind versus The Undertaker in the main event. It was like totally fucking badass. Wow. And I know I know I'm cursing a lot, but that's really um, cool. No, badass is fine. Badass is fine. so I'm I'm glad you brought that up because it's really cool. Like your dad, for example, like liking Dungeons and Dragons, and and that's a game like you could play all the time because. Like, doesn't it evolve? Like, doesn't, like, the different, like, uh, like, you can do, like, different stories? Like, not everything is, like, always the same? Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's yeah, absolutely. Actually, if you want to, uh, there's a couple of podcasts. There's one called Nerd Poker that Brian Posehn mm-hmm. does. Uh, Harmontown used to do a more Dungeons & Dragons kind of in the beginning, not, like, with the first episode, but at least by the 10th, I believe, they were into a, a campaign. Cause, and that's where they found their dungeon master, Spencer Crittenden, who is uh, the Sixler on uh, Twitter. Uh, but uh, like, if you want to, uh, there's a show called Pretending with Dice. Like uh, mm-hmm. Adam Johnston, who the, was uh, used to hang out with us on the breaks in the in the in the uh, in the chat box. He has he had a podcast called Sup Dude for a few years with a friend of his. And, okay. And he also has some videos of him himself and his friends playing uh, uh, Dark Souls, the video game, mm. which is pretty fun to to watch because it is a difficult game anyway so yeah he has a he has a podcast uh that's all dungeons and well sorry it's role-playing games and including there's a star wars uh campaign and he adds music and sound effects now let me ask you this are you you guys playing like the original board game uh uh, there i I understand that there was a board game but when i hear the original i owned it but nobody would play with me are you talking about dungeon no 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 
Oh yeah, because there, there was a board game. Yeah, no, we're, this is like this is a this is a, well okay. We got the starter kit because I mean, okay. but my my I like dad. Dad's been playing since like the eighties at least, and he so he's like it was like started with edition the second edition I think. Mm. Uh, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. So there's a whole book with like there's a there's a guide with like all the creatures and like the rules for you roll dice and stuff and it's you know, yes. you draw up your character the, and you you know it's there is a board game because my dad got game. it for me there is a board game because i remember like getting like this like really cool ass poster out of it yeah. so we don't do the board game is i guess the answer to oh uh, okay 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 hold on my computer just tried to sleep all right all right uh but no yeah. we don't we don't we've not i've never seen the board game uh this is i wish i still had it i i, I w- yeah. Yeah, it was fine. It's just a, there's a story that's like uh, that the dungeon master creates and then kind of leads the characters mm. through it. Yes, I remember that part of it. I mean, I've never actually like so my dad got me the board game. I've never actually physically played it. I just remember I really liked the uh, really cool uh, poster I got out of it because it came with a poster. It was like a big, you know, the, the big red dragon and and cool. I just cool. You know, yeah. Very neat. Uh, there's also a uh, there's a those uh, if you like video games and you like watching people play video games, there's a couple of channels. Which I do. Ox, uh, outside Xbox and Outside Xtra. That is X T R A. These are two separate channels. Right. There's some uh, kids in Britain, and I say kids because they're like ten years younger than me or something, at least fifteen. But they're <laughs> so they're in their like twenties and thirties. Um, but they have a couple of YouTube channels and they, where they're playing video games and they have something because they're called outside Xbox, like the original, it's all based on the original channel, which is OX. So okay. OX for short. So they started playing Dungeons and Dragons live on their stream and then eventually in costumes and it's called OX Adventure. So if you want to watch, if you want to watch people playing Dungeons and Dragons, which is similar, the most similar thing to what we do is, is what they're doing essentially. Yeah, so nice. if you want more of an idea of what 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 it is, if you haven't really, if if you've not seen anybody play or in the same in the same thing I'm talking about, this is it's pretty close. It's pretty close to what they do. Um, I'm about to get real dark on you for a second. Uh, for a second, the only thing I really remember about Dungeons and Dragons was the fact that there were murders in the '90s based off of Dungeons and Dragons. Oh well, yeah, there's there was a whole thing where people thought that like uh, it was uh, encouraging satanic behavior. Yes, but it really wasn't. No, no, it's just. I mean, well, look, and if it was, then it, it, it wasn't by itself. Anybody who was encouraged to to satanic behavior had stuff wrong with them to begin with. You know what? Can I just say this, for example? Yeah, yeah. What I find funny about uh, uh, religion, which we never talk about on the show, obviously, because it's not geared towards religion, but since you brought it up. And Tyson's about to get all sweaty. No, um, it's, it's just that we've uh, we're almost like an hour and a half now, so it's like no, no. no was... I'll, I'll keep I'll keep it quick. Okay. I promise I won't say I'm from New Jersey and I, you know no, no. I came from my dad's balls. Um, no. Um, what I find about what I find funny about satanic uh, the religion, like you know worshiping Satan and all that, is that you know you think about evil and demonic and all that other crap. But if you listen to what the satanic people have to say, like. They're kind of preaching like they're from goodness or something like that, and it's kind of funny. That's all I was going to say. Well, there's a whole thing about the Church of Satan being the an intellectual mm-hmm. exercise, and I, I, there's really not enough time to get into it here. But it is a, no, it, not it, at all. It is a complicated thing. 
Yes, know, it it's, is. It's not Star Wars cut and dry. It is uh, <laughs> where it's like there's clear evil and there's clear not evil. I mean, there is in you know in the story of Christianity, there's good and evil. Oh yeah, absolutely. But but like, well, I mean, think in, about think about this. Here's something that I want you to think about. Okay. All right. Maybe for next episode, um, take John Carpenter's The Thing. Okay. Now. Is the thing really evil or uh, is it just doing what's necessary for survival because that's what it's ingrained to do? Well, that's the thing is I think there's an argument that it's just – I believe that it's just doing what it's supposed to do. But I think, it's, right. I think it's all survival. But then again, we also don't know if, if – we, we, we never experience its um, inner – we have to assume that there that there is a a soulless, empty copy. Whenever, if there's a full copy of a human, that it's actually only pretending to be that hu- that human. But right. If it's for survival, it's got to absorb some of them. So who knows what it's you know, what it's uh, how it processes things, or if it just gives the appearance of processing things, which is the scariest thing. Exactly. Like it's like the sociopath who can look at you and say, "I, I would never kill anybody," but you know that they have, you know. Ah, yes, you yes, know, yes. It's like that's that's just the scary thing, you know. So um, I'm not sure what – anyway. So I guess – what was the question? <laughs> I said is is the thing really evil? Oh, yeah, so I don't or know. Is it, I'd or say or the, is it just doing like what it's in its nature to do? I mean, you know, in the in the original the film version, it was more of a monster, like a bipedal kind of like, you know, clearly sort of, uh, you know, thing with no name, an it type of thing. And I don't mean like – Stephen King's it, but like a, you know, a creature, you know, like a u- oh. universal monster type creature, but it was like Howard, Howard Hawks. And, but in the other thing, yeah, go ahead. Yes. I will say this, both, uh, John Carpenter's the thing and the fly. Okay. With, uh, Jeff Goldblum are both, uh, re- uh remakes, mm-hmm. but they're both stellar remakes. And uh, the Blob too, actually. Sure, yeah, I, I like the I like those remakes. They're fun. I think the thing that makes the things the 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 thing and the thing scarier is the idea that it's that it is just surviving. Mm-hmm. So if it's evil, mm-hmm. then it's like well, then it feels like there's a purpose uh, before good and evil to exist. And I, but if it's just surviving, it's it's uh it's that's frightening because nature does not give a. F- this is true. So. So it is more frightening to think that it's just a thing that's surviving, like a parasite or something that just requires a resource, and that resource, you know, is to something that we give the concept of, you know, sentience, the the idea of a soul. We do all this attaching to the idea of a personality and a person. You know, we're not just bags of meat. We are, you know, snowflakes. No, we are designed. We are people. <laughs> you know, we are. Yeah. We are. Well, we're, we're, you know, we think, we think we're our own sense of self. We think we're important and we have, well, cause true. we put importance with each other. Like, you know, a yeah. person isn't like you're important to me as a person. Right. I, I would be sad if you were dead, you know? So that's, but like to this thing, we're just something that it needs to look like theoretically, you know? So it's like, it, it's no, you know, like, like Kevin Smith's thing about the shark to a shark, we're just food. And so the idea, it's like. Correct. It's something that will just eat us and poop us out, and that's kind of what the thing does, kind of. Well, I mean, if, if, I mean, this goes back to like my whole concept of like social media, right? 
Now, you've heard my argument before about uh, podcasters versus like uh, social media celebrities, where I think where podcasters put in the work, put in the time. I mean, you certainly do. Um, very humbled by what you do. Uh, appreciative of what you do. Where, you. you know, social media people, like, you know, they get on Facebook, it's like, oh, let me, like, film that I'm taking a, sh- a dump um, because I want people to think I'm relevant. Hmm. It's like, oh, oh, okay, well, just because you're, you know, it, it, I, I, too much to get involved in. But you get the idea. Sure. Yeah, you know, I mean... I mean, I mean, if I had time to 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 really make the connection there, I can. Um, certainly. Well, you know, every every person's dump is relevant to themselves. Right. Well, I'm I'm just saying, like the whole social media versus podcasting. Um, it, it I wouldn't say it's like survival, but obviously it's not survival. Obviously, it's not survival for somebody to go on Facebook, take like a live video and say, hey, look at me. Um, I mean, unless this is what they're known for and it's like it provides right. them with a source of income or something. But yeah, for the most part, no, it's just it's, uh, you know, it's it, it, it's I don't know what it is. It's like it's performance art. Who knows? I just want people to know that I had a point there. But because it's so late, I forgot my point. That's all. That's Which all right. is a mad genius. It's all right. It happens. Well... Uh, that about does it uh, for the anti-social show. For anti-social show, I'm I'm Tyson Sainer, and I'm Hunter Block. Be decent to each other. Absolutely, and thank you for watching. Have a good time, folks.